Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, get comfortable. Test one, two. All right, three, two, one. Nobody likes a good underdog story more than me, your host, Fred Van Vliet. Welcome to Bet On Yourself, a podcast about diverse entrepreneurs overcoming obstacles on their way to business success. With me, as always, is my co-host and business advisor, my man D. Folk, a.k.a. Derek Folk, COO of Folk Williams Financial Management. How you feeling, D? I'm great. How are you this morning? Man, happy to be here. Glad to be here as yes, well. Yes, sir. Okay, today our guests are Design Clinton. Design Clinton are the CMOS guy. It was created to help educate others on the health benefits of CMOS and to provide our community with accessible and affordable options to live a healthy lifestyle. CMOS is a nutrient-dense algae that holds 90% of the minerals and vitamins our bodies need for proper function. It is considered by many to be a superfood, and it sounds like we need some ASAP. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank, thank, you, you. thank you. How thank you guys feeling us. today? We're feeling good. We're feeling blessed to be here. Thank you. Awesome. We're very happy to have you. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, yourselves, um, where you started and, and how you got here today. Okay, perfect. You Absolutely. Yeah. My name is Desai. I'm here with Clinton. So we're the co-founders of the CMOS guys. So um, myself, I was born and raised in Canada. I'm actually from Winnipeg, Manitoba, so small town. I moved here probably five years ago now. I love the city. The city to me just screams diversity and opportunity. And that's what um, I'm all about. I love that, you know, it's more, there's more options to get what you need when it comes to your hair products, your skin products. And I'm just hoping to be a part of that. Nice. And me, my name is Clinton. Uh, I was brought up in Grenada. I was raised in Canada. When my mom brought me here, we didn't really have much. Um, so I always, always, always had that hustle mentality and trying to pay her back because I felt like she did her job in getting me to this country. Not a lot of people get this opportunity. And I felt like always growing up, I just always had that hustle mentality and I always wanted to, to pay my, back, my mom back one way or another. So in high school, I started my own t-shirt company and I just always had that mindset. And then after CMOS is something that I always used to take growing up. So during the pandemic, it was harder to get access to. And I had family back home and I was able to get access to the product. And it was something that I wanted to share with my community because I know what it did for me and my family. So that's kind of how my story was started. Absolutely. I think both of us growing up in Caribbean households, we always learned about the benefits of the natural remedies that our parents and their parents used back home in the Caribbean. Okay. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about 
the actual company, how long you've been doing it, and what it is exactly that you do for the listeners that's out there. For sure. You did a great job explaining it. Basically, we started <laughs> this business to educate others on the health benefits of CMOS. We wanted to make it accessible and affordable and available to our community here in Canada. Um, we've been using it for years, and one of the things that we noticed is it was hard to find. There's not a lot of options here in Canada. So we did our research. We made it possible to be able to bring it in and start supplying it first to our friends and family, our coworkers. We would always talk about it and how it's helped us personally. Um, and it just went from there. I think people just kept educating themselves and reaching out, asking questions, and just wanted to be able to take part and get a, get the product in their hands. Okay. So my question to you guys would be, share with Fred and I, what does the next level look like for you guys? And, you know, what, what would it take for you to get there? For, for the next level, what it looks like is just continuous growth. Because when we started the business, um, it was a high demand for it. Um, when we just started, it was something that we wanted to provide for our community. But we noticed that the whole country wanted CMOS. So what we want to do is make sure it's accessible for not only our community, but the whole, the whole country of Canada. So our next goal is to make sure it's accessible. One of our biggest sellers are CMOS gel. It's pre-made, and one of the issues that we have right now, we can't ship it out uh, outside of the GTA. So we're working on finding a a more accessible way to ship it out to people and customers outside of the GTA so they have access to that as well. And just being able to get it in retail stores so people have that easy accessibility to the product. So do you guys have access to buyers and retail? Or, I mean, what does that look like? Is it more marketing? Is it access to retail buyers, the people who make the decisions about what goes on the shelves? I think Maybe right now, what we would like, honestly, is mentorship with someone who's already in this industry that can help us to keep it access affordable for our customers. Because, you know, shipping things that need to be kept refrigerated, that are perishable, that can get really costly. And that kind of goes against why we started the business. So I think being in retail stores really opens up doors. We are currently, uh, our products are available in one here in Toronto at Scarborough Town Centre. And we've just heard from so many people who never even heard about the product and picked it up because they were in the mall and it's how it's helped them now. So I think being in retail stores is our ultimate goal. We want to make it as accessible as possible. Nice. So talk to us a little bit more about that distribution problem. That's what I'm hearing is, is you have running into an issue there. So um, this is obviously a platform for entrepreneurs and young people like yourselves. Um, talk to us in more detail about the, the issues that you are having a distribution level because obviously you started this to have it affordable, but now you're running into this huge shipping cost. And in order for you guys to run a successful business, you know, anybody can see that with higher shipping costs, the price is going to have to go up. So talk to us more about that and maybe something that you see as a workaround or are you still trying to find that information? That's um, information that we're still trying to find because um, during COVID it was tough to to meet with people face to face and have those kind of connections because everything, all the retailers was doing curbside pickups. So even when we found our supplier from back home, we had to do Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And um, so now being able to have that distribution, we don't have that expertise. We don't have anybody on that team with that expertise. So having someone on board that can help us and connect us with that person, that would be perfect for us. Okay. So, so basically, what, what do you use as distribution model now? What's your distribution model right now look like? So we have an online store. So our products are available for 
um, shipping, not the gel, but the dried sea moss itself. We also have sea moss soap. And we also, like I said, are in stores at Scarborough Town Center here in Toronto. So that is the only options that we have available at the moment. I think shipping and being in retail locations is probably our main two distribution methods. So we just want to open up our options there, be able to reach further audiences, and um, just get ourselves have our products available in more areas. Nice. So how how do you see how do you see it moving forward in terms of the refrigerator the refrigerator one? Because the dry one, obviously, you have e-commerce. I'm sure you use a you know a platform that's that's pretty simple. You guys sound like you do everything yourself. So um, with with a product that has to be refrigerated, what's the workaround to get around that shipping cost? Is it finding another distributor or is it having the store pick it up so it's worth the distribution in the end? Because again, if you're sending me a product in Vancouver, you know, one person and I'm ordering 50 bucks worth of gel, that, that I'm sure that's going to cost, you know, more than the product is worth. I've, I've had this issue as well, so Absolutely. I know what you're talking about. No, that's but a really good point. My, I don't know what other issues you are running into. Um with it being, you know, something that has to be refrigerated. So for me, with my clothing line, you know, being stateside and then also being in, in Canada, we had to find a fulfillment center, right? We had to find a Canadian fulfillment center to get our product to our Canadian fan base, which is our big, which is my biggest fan base, of course. Now I have people all over the world that I probably get 100 messages a day begging me to open up our shipping model to go worldwide. But in the beginning, the, the the business model, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense to send you uh, a $5 wristband and it's cost me 70 bucks to 75 bucks to send it to you. Now, I'm not going to take that cost as the business owner and I don't want to charge you $80 for a $5 wristband. So what's some what's some ideas or some, some brainstorming that you guys have come up with um, to get there? I honestly think the retail store has been amazing like mm. that has just opened up our like such a larger audience and it's just so much more convenient people can go there seven days a week anytime that works for them and get what they need um so i think having the products in retail store is the solution nice so how do you how, how do you get what's your current business model where does the cmos come from where does it go where is it delivered and then how do you get it out so currently we're actually sourcing it directly from St. Lucia in the Caribbean. So we are handling everything on our own. So basically we have our storage, so we keep it our we keep it stored and then we have our commercial kitchen where we make the products and pack and everything. Then we deliver it right to the store so that it's there fresh. Oh, nice. And we also do local deliveries. So we're driving all over the the province and right. delivering it to people in hand fresh. Okay. Right. Yeah. So what's been the biggest surprise along the way? What what have you guys discovered? Uh, I- I would say for the biggest surprise is just the support. We've got a lot of support from our close friends, uh, our community. It's just it's just been amazing. With starting a new business, there's a lot of challenges, and a lot of people when you start business, it's sometimes they kind of distance themselves from you because they don't understand what you're trying to do. But just the support that we've gotten from friends and family, and just like that's been the biggest thing for us at this point. So it just kind of keeps us going, and it just kind of lets us know we can't let these people down. We just got to keep pushing for them because they need this product, and they're they're dependent on us. I think like Clinton said earlier, we were just completely shocked with the support that we received, the amount of people that were reaching out to us from the States, 
from other provinces that were like, we need to get this. Like, we don't have it here. How can you get this to us? Like that, you know, we, we didn't realize it was going to be as big as it was so mm-hmm. fast. So there's a large Caribbean population throughout Canada. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not even only Caribbean. It's just people that want to have more of a healthy, balanced lifestyle and people that want to have another option. So that's why you want to educate people about CMOS and what it is. So the Caribbean side is a big thing, but then there's a whole other side that wants to take that option and try something else. So step stepping away from the logistics for a second, give it give us some of the the educational details or information or speak to the listeners who may not understand what CMOS is or what it does. Yeah, in a nutshell, it's basically an algae. It grows in the ocean and it just absorbs so many of the minerals and vitamins and it like it contains a large percentage of the minerals and vitamins our bodies need for proper function. So it can be used as an alternative to a supplement or a vitamin that maybe you're not getting through regular diet. Um, it has so many health benefits just because of all of that. So people use it for multiple different reasons. I can speak for myself. I know it's helped a lot with my immune system, my skin, my hair, my nails, and just energy overall. I know I was really, really low in iron and it really helped with that. So there's various male health benefits that come with the product. Um, Because it's such a versatile texture and it has very minimal taste, it can also be used in so many different ways. So if you don't like to take pills (laughs) or any other way, like you can just mix it in with your morning smoothie, protein shake, your tea. You can use it as a face mask. You can use it in your hair. There's so many ways you can use this product, which is what we personally love about it. Hmm. What about you? And that's what I was going to say. It's just so versatile. And with me, it's the taste and what you can do with it. Because doing one thing over and over, for me, it's insanity. (laughs) So just being able to mix it with my smoothie one day. If I don't have time to make a smoothie, I can just take it straight. Um, Maybe have it in my tea. And even after I'm working out, I can have it in there just to get some energy and stuff in me. So it's just the ability to do different things with it. That's what I like most about it. Nice. Okay. So talk to us a little bit and share with the listeners... um, you know, some people call them weaknesses, but what would you say is the biggest challenge that you guys face to your next level of success? I think our challenge is the same as our strength, which is that there's two of us. And so I think our strength is there's two of us. We can work off of each other and That's have someone good. to go back and forth with. And we're a couple. We live together. So anytime we have an idea, we can just talk about it. But at the same time, that's our weakness. It's just the two of us. We mm-hmm. need someone who knows the industry, who knows how to keep this um, growing, who knows how to give us the advice that we need to, to get to the spot that we want to be in, which is just to be you know, the go-to CMOS guy. We want to be the person that people call, whether it's a store who's looking to carry the product or another person who wants to make their own CMOS business because CMOS can be used in so many ways. You can start a juicery. You can start a beauty line. Like, we want to be able to supply it to anyone. So mm-hmm. Awesome. So talk yeah. to us a little bit more about that. Um, you're not the first, you know, couple to go into business together. Speak to some of those challenges that arise when you're trying to, you know, you go to work all day. You know, my man right here is the <laughs> expert with this. <laughs> about that this whole family you know he's employees they all work together right big company so talk to us about that because you're you're at work you're hustling you're trying to get this this business off the ground and then you go home and i'm sure like if you're anything like any other entrepreneur you take work home with you Mm -hmm. but you know your partner is your partner all day long so talk to us a little bit more about that I would say I'm it's not just, trying to be your therapist either. So just, I would, know, be I, smart, man. Don't don't mess this up. All right. So. I would say it's about like work-life balance. 
because at the end of the day, we do have a relationship and the relationship did come first. So let's be able to have that balance in your relationship and do what you got to do for your lady and do what you got to do to maintain that relationship and continue to build. But at the same time, understand that you guys did start a business together. You guys made commitments with each other. You guys made commitments with your customers. So you want to be able to be there. And on top of that, like Fred was saying, you have work commitments. So you got to be at work. You got to do what you got to do at work. So it's just finding that balance and everything and just creating systems. So what we have done is created systems on, okay, for work stuff, um, we don't talk about the business. If you got to do your work, I got to respect your space. When we're focused on the business, we don't talk about our personal stuff. And then when we're on our personal stuff, we're not talking about the business. So it's just creating systems just to divide, up, to divide all those things. Awesome. Yeah, my so, friends always, sorry to No, go ahead. I'm sorry. My friends always laugh at us because I tell them that we have like staff meetings. <laughs> like I'm like, I need to call a meeting to yeah. the couch, please. Like, and it's, you have well, to you have that yeah, balance. Awesome. You have you to. save yourself an office space. Mm -hmm. So as he mentioned, I do, I do it, right? Yeah. But I have two questions. So how do you guys resolve passionate conversation? How do you resolve passionate conversation? Well, I think when it comes to the business, like anything, we try to deal with it professionally. When you're at work, corporate, nine to five, anything, there's times where if you're into something and you're invested in something, you're going to get passionate about it. Right. So you have to deal with it professionally. Like you can't start cussing people off right. <laughs> and telling them whether ideas are wrong. You have to hear them out, let them communicate and have um, you know, professional conversations to, at the end of the day, we both have the same end goal. Right. I you like know? that. Because yeah. that's what I've had to say to my wife. You know, she <laughs> talk about us working together. At the end of the day, our goals are common. So mm -hmm. that should settle everything. Exactly. And okay. another thing that we do is we always go back to the business plan. Mm -hmm. So it's like we, if you're going to say something, we always retrade back to the business plan because what we're talking about now, it aligns with the business plan. So it keeps us intact. It's our, it's our, it's our legal binding agreement to keep us intact and just have that respect for each other. Okay. I think what works for us too is we both just have different experiences and different skill sets. Um, I think I'm a little bit more on like the admin, marketing, customer service side, and Clinton does the heavy lifting. So right. we don't really cross very much unless it's making a decision for the business. You yeah. know? Awesome. So talk to us a little bit more about that. Um, that's something that that I'm interested in hearing about is um, the the definition of roles because in in a natural business aspect, I think it, it'll be easy to go see CEO and down the list right but now that you guys are at home together how do you how do you keep the roles where they need to be um as you're working with your lady i want to ask you that personally <laughs> um it's, it's it's tough because starting a business prior to this by myself um it, I got experience there because I had a team with me when I started my business. So mm -hmm. I learned from my mistakes and how I did with them prior to. And now this is not only this is not only my business partner, this is this is my actual partner. So I have to respect her as well. So when it comes to decision makings and just we cross on decisions, I just kinda have to step back a bit and just, you know, just say that um, you trust her. Yeah, I trust, trust her and I trust her decision. Trust and sometimes I just gotta, I gotta step back and, step and back. let her dream come through and right. what she's seeing. So it's just kind of like if someone comes up with a plan, it's just trust them yep. and let them see it through. Absolutely. And same thing for her to me. Well, just speaking from experience, me and my lady, we don't work well together. So <laughs> we made that decision very early. Like we're gonna keep this thing separate because, you know, home is more important than whatever business, you know, we might go into. But we were also, you know, 21, 22 at the time. So, mm -hmm. um, We'll, we'll get back around to it, but uh, I'm, 
I'm not as fun, you know, at work as I am, mm. you know, at home. And, and that's something that I, me personally, I had to keep separate. Now, as I mature and I get older, maybe I'll get to that peace yeah. and, and, you know, calmness that I'm hearing from you. But uh, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't that easy. <laughs> and they call the, it grace. Yeah, I think the best advice we can give, because when we first started, we butted heads a bit and we had to figure out, okay, like, it's in our business plan who does what because you have to trust the other person to make decisions in that aspect if you're not there we can't always communicate 24 7 so we have to have the trust that we're on the same page and that we're going to make the best decision for what we're, our end goal is so what is that goal the goal for us is just to build a nationally known brand and a brand that it's it's premium cmos because the thing with cmos is like a lot of people it, it can grow a lot of different places and if you don't know where your CMOS is from, like you don't know what minerals or where it's being grown. So it's just to build a nationally known brand that's trusted. So what you're, cause what you're putting in your body, you want to know it's coming from a, a legit source and that is trusted. So we just want to build something that's, that's trusted and that's known and that, that's what I'm. Yeah, like we just want people to see the name, the CMOS guy, and know exactly where the product is coming from and know that they have access to us. Like sometimes you see a product in store or you can't ask any questions, you don't know like any of the backstory. We're really interactive with our customers on social media. Like people can call me any time of the day and I pick up the phone and I'll talk to them. Like I'll just, you know, like you said, being a therapist, sometimes that's how it feels. But mm -hmm. we want to have that relationship with our customers and just build a trusted brand that people can go to for this product. So when you talk about trusted brand, and our listeners can't see what I can see. As I look at CMOS guy, I see a logo. Tell us what your logo is and what it means. <laughs> I just figured it out, but tell them because yeah. they can't see it. It's basically a, a scuba diver, and he has this gold in his hand, which is the CMOS. So this is just how our CMOS is sourced. Our team in, that we work with in the Caribbean is diving and literally picking this product straight out of the ocean. They're sun drying it. Like, we have the most beautiful videos of how the process is done, and then it gets directly shipped to us. Right. So it's just coming straight from the source, which is how we want people to to, you know, resonate with it. our brand. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, you know, it's interesting because you said brand, mm -hmm. and, and again, the listeners can't see the logo. They can hear the name Seamoss Guy, but we want them to know the Seamoss Guy has a scuba diver <laughs> that reflects us all natural. We going in the sea to get exactly. this, right? Exactly. Okay. You got it. Great. <laughs> so, so, so here's the deal. Over the last year, we've seen like enormous change spread across the globe. We've talked about a pandemic that's affected people in every corner of the world. Something called Black Lives Matter is like is taking over the world. People are paying attention. How has it affected you guys? What opportunities do you see? What challenges? Talk to us a little bit about how it's impacted your lives and your business. Well, I, I would say the for us, the world kind of went on pause when all that stuff happened. So it kind of gave us a chance to kind of just sit down and just reflect because I felt like prior to that, everything was just moving so fast. Everything was moving so fast. So that really gave us an opportunity to sit down and reflect on what's going on and what our purpose is. And that's when we got a, a, a good opportunity just to kind of say like, you know, where do we want to be? What are we doing? And that's kind of how the idea came about. And we really got time to, to do our research and really dig into like what we want to do with this, which angle we want to go on that. 
And I think COVID just really helped us to reevaluate our business plans, everyone. Um, we had to have more of an online presence. <laughs> we had to really focus on you know, our e-commerce store, marketing online, interacting using Instagram, and just redoing that research, educating ourselves on that way of marketing because we couldn't get out there. We couldn't go in markets and talk to people. We couldn't um, you know, go pitch our ideas to stores. So I felt like it was just really utilizing the tools we had available to us and, and changing our business model mindset a bit. Um, when it comes to Black Lives Matters as well, I think it just opened up an opportunity for people to try to learn about things outside of their own culture. Um, like we said earlier, it's not just Caribbean people that are using this product. We get people from all races that are interested in this product and they don't really know about it. They didn't grow up using it. So they want to ask the questions. They want to have someone that they can talk to about, you know, how do I make this? Does it look right? <laughs> how does this video look? Um, how can I use it? So it just really opened up doors for people to try to you know, learn about new things that are not in their normal day to day lives. So let's talk marketing for a mm -hmm. second. Um, as I'm as I'm hearing you say that you've built your business model into e commerce as, as many people have in the last year due to COVID and other reasons. Um, what is your plan to get the product out? Because as I'm looking at it, right, you're from everything you're saying, you have uh, it's great packaging. It looks good. We know the benefits of it, and it's pure. So you have pure product, and I think anybody that uses it is going to be happy, right? I'm pretty sure you get good customer reviews. How do you get it out? How? how what are? What methods are you using right now to get your product out to know that people, you know, can can go on this website, Instagram, and and get pure sea moss. Well, I think we really just started with our like our local community here in the GTA. And I was in Facebook groups posting about the business, posting about the product, um, making videos, reels on Instagram. We started this social media account from the from the ground and just people just kept following and asking questions and and then customers started posting it and of course word of mouth is huge so we started to run different giveaways and campaigns where people would um you know be rewarded for sharing our business and telling us how it helped them and and just sharing that information with their followers so that i think is just a huge tool and we really tried to take advantage of that during this time um, so our main idea is to, fo is to continue with that. Like I said, we want to continue to interact with customers and make sure that they have availability to us. And now that things are starting to open up, we do want to get outside a bit more and, and do markets and, and go into stores and maybe do pop-up shops, and just be more present physically. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Mm -hmm. um, so what I'm hearing, I, I've heard a couple of things, right? And I, I want to go back to Fred's last question. Um, I think there's two things I've heard you say loud and clear. One, you want to figure out how to get your refrigerated model to market. So you need a person who specializes in product, product development, um, moving that type of product. But second, you talked about retail and things like that, right? So typically a buyer in retail wants to know what are you doing to drive traffic there? Right. And I think you touched on a little bit. Um, you said, Desi, you, you, you made the statement about um, that you were doing Instagram and social media and you were in, you were offering something, giving something away free to inspire people to tell somebody else about it. So I guess the question is, how do you go beyond that? How do you drive more traffic? So if I'm a buyer at a retail establishment, I want to know that your product is something people are going to come in my store and look for. So how do you 
How do you do that? What, what we're working on right now is testimonials because we feel like the product sells itself and just having customers just giving their testimonials is definite. It's huge because you see real people talking about a product. It's better than me and you just going there and just talking about the product. So we want testimonials of real people talking about the product. So that's the route that we want to go moving forward. So we're working on that right now. And one thing I really noticed with this product, like Clinton said, it sells itself. Um, once you tell people what this is, they are usually want to get their hands on it and try it for themselves. And once they try it and they start to experience the benefits themselves, they keep coming back. So I think all our job is, is really just to educate the people that maybe, you know, for the first time, have never used it before, and to make it available. Awesome. So you guys are, are focused um you know, more on the digital marketing right now, um, Instagram, certain social channels like that? Absolutely, yeah. yep. Okay. And then, so let's talk about community. You guys spoke about the fact that you've had tremendous support in your community. How is that something that a young business, you know, entrepreneurs like yourself can use the community um, to bring value to the, the business that you're building? I feel like the community is huge because um, when I was younger, it's what helped me get to where I want to go. When I was younger, when I wanted to play rep basketball and everything, I didn't have the money to pay to play. So the community is what helped me get on those teams. I, I had to do door to door. I had to do fundraisers and different stuff to get sponsorship to, to play on these teams. So what we're going to do is we're just going to turn back to the community and we're just going to employ the community. And we're going to want to sponsor people in the community to help build the community and just continue to grow together because the community's always been there for me when I was a kid. And one of my things is I want to give back to them. When I left high school, my high school, they didn't have a coach for the senior basketball team. And I know how important that was for me to get through school because I'm not a guy that can just go to class, go to class. I need something to kind of help me stay motivated. And basketball was that thing for me. So when my principal called me and said they don't have a coach, I just, I stepped up and I called a couple of my friends and I'm like, let's just do this. They're like, how are we going to do this? We have to work. I'm like, we're going to make it happen because I was in that situation and there was someone there for me. So I want to be there for these people. So definitely our community, we're going to lean on our community and we're going to help build this together. Yeah, and to touch on that as well, like one aspect that we really focus on is our wholesale side of the business. We want other people to start the same business. Our end goal is the same. Let's get this product to more people. So we have people that purchase from us wholesale and sell it in, you know, if they're in London, Ontario, which is too far for us to drive out to. We want to continue to help people create business for their families and just be there to supply to them. So. Awesome, man. You yeah. guys you guys sound like you got it together. So let's let's talk real, D. Let's, let's give them the... The default conversation, how if they walked into your office, you know, with, with this business um, and they were asking you, how do we take this to the next level? Give us some of your thoughts there. Hmm. So I think my first thought is um, I pay attention to the consumers. I figure out specifically who is my audience. Right. Like um, Desi, I heard you talk about design. Right? Design. Yes. Design. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. That's design. Okay. Um, but I heard you talk about you use the product on your hair. Up to now, I thought it was just internal digest. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, does that mean that there's an opportunity in hair salons and beauty supply stores and, and et cetera, right? So I would focus on um, trying to figure out marketing ideals to drive traffic to my product, to create awareness. You got a beautiful product. You got a great name. Um, but uh, you want to be in retail. So retailers want to know. At the same time, I would seek out retail buyers. I try to find some retail buyers, um, establish a connection with them, and uh, and 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 you know sometimes what's amazing is when you're in the right place, 
all you need is a little bit of favor, right? So you you talk to a buyer and maybe you don't ha- you're not driving traffic, but the buyer says, "I'll give you this end cap or a small space on the end of an aisle," and your success is born right there, right? So I I'd, I'd focus on that, and I'd simultaneously talk to people who ship, as you said earlier, um, refrigerated products, right? And figure out how do I cut my costs so that I can send refrigerated products, you know via the channels you're doing right now. Absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing we need is the mentorship in that in that retrospect and also the space to hold inventory. Um, you know, I think that would help to save on cost as well because we're kind of doing smaller loads right now. Right. So I think if we could get our hands in a, on a large space to hold the inventory that we need to supply these retail locations and to, to make the products and have a team with us that's helping us, that would be extraordinary. Right. And that and that 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 um, person you keep mentioning, Desai, is probably going to be a mentor. Is probably going to be like somebody in retail product development or mm-hmm. something like that. I think a person like that would be a great mentor for you guys. Yeah, okay. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So without getting too much into um, you know finances and things like that, uh, just some of the things that that I'm that my mind goes to, um, and so listen to these points with your situation in hand, right? I don't know how well your business is doing. I don't know how much money you got. I don't know your marketing budget and all that, right? So Mm -hmm. as I'm sitting here thinking about how I would try to improve this brand, I think first and foremost, I would take a hard look at um, the CMOS group or the CMOS girl. You know, we're in 2021 now. You have to you have to understand, you know, how these things go. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, just from from sitting here getting the energy from you guys, you are the guy who's carrying the burden. Right. But your lady is the face. So make her the face. Let's make her the, the total face. And to tie that in, this is a wellness company. Right. Yeah. You know, first and foremost, it's wellness. And how do you sell wellness? Well, we got to see wellness. And we want to see wellness. We want to see the skin. We want to see the hair. Um, you know, maybe think about adding a fitness component to it as well. So, you know, this this product can be in a in a hair salon, a grocery store, a restaurant, a, a, a workout gym. You know, it can. It, there's no end to where it could where you could place this product. Um, and to tie back in the beginning, we talked more about a distribution. Um, wall that we're hitting right so how do we take that burden off of you guys is finding more distributors finding more locations who can hold the product and if you find that now all you have to do those costs are going to go down because the the revenue is going up so instead of getting you know one wristband for 70 bucks like i said you might be sending out a thousand wristbands and then it makes sense to do it Right. right. The Absolutely. other thing you have to think about as young business um, owners that I had to learn was we want to do we want to do what it takes to get it off the ground. But sometimes it's hard to take that big step to put all our money in one bowl and just say, this is what we're doing. This is what we're going for, because there's always going to be a constant demand for a good product. Always. You guys can sell CMOS off the Internet probably for the rest of your lives. Right. But how do you jump to that next level? Right. And and I think one thing to think about would be opening your own brick and mortar store. Hmm. Right. Taking your money, getting a loan, whatever the case may be. And now we have a store in our community. And this is where our entire community comes to get CMOS. And guess what is going to when people see that traffic going through there. Now you can sell other things or you partner with a local Caribbean 
a, a restaurant or some place that you know everybody goes, people, because you have to start with who you can rely on first, your most reliable customers. And whatever that demographic is, that's what you have to focus on, get it off the ground, and then you can expand. Right. Right? right. So those are some of the things that I was thinking about. Um, you know, you have influencer marketing and things like that because, uh, you know, it just sounds like you have to get the the word out more mm-hmm. so to people. And this is part of what we're doing here, mm-hmm. yeah. giving you guys a platform. So hopefully, you know, we see some sales go up from, from this episode airing. Um, but yeah, that's just some of the things that I would think about um, when you guys have your staff meetings on the couch. You know, just start to start to brainstorm and get uncomfortable. You know, get right. get uncomfortable because one thing I've learned, and and Derek can attest to this, is like especially in the business world, you know, a lot of times you have to have those uncomfortable conversations, and there's no way to break through to that next step, and that's where most people stop at. Right. And that's where they don't. That's they that's the information they don't tell us. But when it's us. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. You know, when it's home, it's harder, right? When it's me and Derek as as two black men, it's harder to have an uncomfortable conversation because we've seen how those go, right? right? But when it's them, it's easy for them. That's what they do. But our culture and our values, we're brought up on different things. So sometimes it's harder to have a real business meeting with D and say, yo, D, I don't think that this is the move. And I know this our man, and I know, you know, we love him, and this, 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 and the third, but, man, we got to go a different direction, right? Right. And, and when you want to be a successful business and successful business entrepreneurs early, I think that having those conversations will prep your mind to get in that mode to be like, yo, this is, we got to go for it. And that goes back to your goals. Like, what, are, what is the ultimate goal? Right. And when you have a clear direction, you know, everything else will fall in place. Right. Perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, And I think, like you said, a lot of us are just doing this for the first time. You know, we don't have close friends and family that we can go to. And how do you deal with this negotiation or this contract or this situation? So you need to get out there, talk to people, um, just continue to focus on your goal and one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd add to that. You're right, right? You, you just said a key thing. Most minorities do not have uncles, aunts, and people before them who own businesses, so you're the first. And what I would tell you is read a lot. Yeah. Um, today with St. Google, there's <laughs> information everywhere. There's contacts there. Use it as a resource. Stay uncomfortable. And keep growing, keep expanding your capacity 
and you know, and, and target a couple things. We've talked about marketing. We've talked about distribution. We talked about your product. You know, zero in on those on those subjects, and you know, I think you guys will find a lot of success. Thank you guys thank you, so much. Thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you. Uh, what? The so, um, you guys sound pretty self-made. How did how did you actually start with the funds? Did you take your own money? Did you have uh, family and friends that helped you invest? Did you go to the bank for a loan? How did that How did that happen? So it was a situation where we just had to take our own money because we don't have those kind of people around us that we can go to. We don't have those systems around us that we can go to. Even with the process with the bank, I'm not familiar with that process. So mm -hmm. we just kind of opened up the bank account and we just we just started from there. And it was a bit scary in the beginning because the supplier that we're dealing with, they're not they're not local. Mm -hmm. So just sending money overseas, <laughs> you don't know if you're going to get the product back, right? So... <laughs> trial and error using yeah. what you have available to you is so important like i think both of us kind of had entrepreneurial mindsets and had little side things that we were doing for extra funds we put that together and we came up with this together and it just ended up being bigger than anything we've done in the past so i think using what you have available to you um, we had family in the caribbean that could kind of be our eyes and ears as well mm -hmm. <laughs> um, helping us with finding a supplier that, that's uh, reputable and reliable um, so yeah, you have to start somewhere. Use what you have available to you. Do you give them give them a quick breakdown of of what it would look like to walk into the bank and, and try to get a loan for their business, especially now. We talked about Black Lives Matter. We talked about the movement that that's going on. I know in America at least, I know of a few you know um, either SBA loans or um, you know minority owned business loans that they have available. So give them some some hindsight or some foresight into what that would look like for them. I think I think what I would say in in North America period, you know, I'm not sure what the, you know, who the governing bodies are in Canada, but I would look at government and see what sources are available to a small startup business, right? And um sometimes it's a simple process. It's just a matter of filling out paper to Fred's point in America, our government made it available for um what they call SBA Small Business Association. They created loans. And those loans were there to help people bridge, you know, help people get from one side of the pandemic to the other. So I would explore that with the, you know, Canada governing um, agencies. But then from there, you know, you mentioned banking, right? Banks sometimes are not set up to support us. Let's, <laughs> let's be honest, right? We, we've heard from a guest who said, you know, they walked into a bank and the people said, come back and talk to us and you got 65000 wow. Well, I'm sitting here thinking when the person said it, when I get $65,000, I don't need you. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to the bank. Exactly. If you want to bet, bet on me now, mm -hmm. right? And so I think, you know, what what does it look like to go into a bank, right? Banks typically want to know what are your sales, um, you know, what kind of margins. Anybody wants to know. If I were giving you money, I want to know what's your sales look like, what's your margin, your ideas or your passion. That matters. But they're going to look at the numbers, right? So you start to build a case to show what value do we have? What's our logo worth? What's our company worth, right? And there's a number of other factors that you begin to develop. Um, but understanding today, that's where these third card processors are coming in, right? These card processors. Right. I want to be clear about that, right? They're superseding that banking model. That banking model is kind of dead, mm -hmm. right? Banks aren't there to necessarily service the way that we think they should. We give them our money, but they don't give us anything back. Not us. Right? Not us. So, so, so I'm not a huge proponent of that, right? If I give you something, you should exchange something with me. Right now, if I give you, how much is, is a package of CMOS? 
This one here is $15. So if I give you $15, you give me back a bag of CMOS, right? Yeah. So if I give you my money, you should give me something back. Mm -hmm. Well, these card processors that exist, I'm going to say it again, they're understanding that I'm tracking your performance because every credit card that a customer uses is coming through my platform. So I see that you did sales of $10,000 last month. Well, I'm not going to give you $10,000, but I'll give you $2,000, and then you'll keep using my card or you'll keep using my processing center to process your client's buys, right? Right. So I, I just want to stress that because that's that's something that's new that's advice. coming along yeah. that's available to all small businesses. Get with a good card processor, one of these online. I don't want to say any names, you know, because we have sponsors and things like that, but there are a number of them out there. tell them off air. Okay. Come off air, but sure. like, don't feel bad either. Like, you know, I I respect it because I always like to get it off the muscle first. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. you know my story, and and that's how this podcast was born is from better knowing yourself, right? So you guys are in good shape, you know, because you have built it off the muscle, and you've been doing well, and you're you're running into the same obstacles that every business runs into, and just take that with a grain of salt knowing going forward that you can get to the other side of it but you may need help you may need this you may need that along the way and i'm pretty sure you have a good feel for what it is the hard part is finding it yeah the hard part is finding it but it's not impossible and they're not going to help you or us you know that's the way that's the way it's designed so like derek said keep educating yourself you know do do your research and whatever that that model is i would i would focus on one thing first you know because it's easier to do one thing great and then, you know, take it one step at a time. If that's distribution, okay, let's let's spend all our time figuring out how can we solve our distribution problem. You know what I mean? If that's adding a person, if that's, you know, reaching out, if that's flying somewhere, um, it sounds like you're pretty happy with your supplier now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right? So you have you have a good supply. Now you have to figure out how do we get this product out and you know, that's that's not impossible task. So we wanna encourage you, you know, um, wish you the best, keep keep pushing, you know, keep betting on yourself. Um and that's you know, I'm I'm excited for you guys. This is a great yes. it's a great company. Hopefully Thank this you. this platform will will do you guys a good service. Um what do you think, D? I like it. Thank and you guys. I look forward to seeing your product on the other side of North America. Uh, I hope to be able to walk into wait. a retail establishment soon and buy some. Absolutely. So the CMOS guy, uh, I really like this concept, um, something I've been studying up on and being informed on uh, recently, the effects of of CMOS and what it can do for you. Um, I think that this couple were very inspiring to me just because they come from the actual communities um, that CMOS is is coming from and they have a direct source um, to pure CMOS and what it can do for the community, especially our communities. Um, but as a black couple to be running a business that is, you know, a wellness company in essence, um, I think that was really inspiring to me. Well, you know, um, I, I concur with you. And the one thing I thought about is sometimes what happens with entrepreneurs that we want to make sure Desi and Clinton don't fall into is, you know, they, they have the business savvy. So they start thinking they can do a lot of things. And what I would encourage them is utilize a tool like TurboTax um, so that, um, one, they can plug in all their data and TurboTax does all the preparation for them. And then it prepares the taxes in such a way that they're compliant with CR, CRA or IRS uh 
uh, laws. And I think that that sets the stage for them to just really focus on their business. So um, that would be the one thing I, w- I might add to that. Yeah, absolutely. And focusing on their business, uh, we talked a lot about distribution and them trying to find better distribution patterns and being more strategic. I think that's going to be key for them trying to um, scale up their business. Um, and they can focus on marketing or whatever else that they need to do to grow the brand. But um, just logistically, I think that them having a, a distribution plan and finding a more widespread distribution plan I think would be huge but as we know um, some of those things cost money yeah and, and, and the thing about it that's why I come back to TurboTax because if all of a sudden they find some tax deductions or credits that minimize their tax liability that's money they can um, reinvest back into that distribution model that you're talking about or other areas in the business that's going to help them grow so you know TurboTax is the perfect tool for them to find that money that they may need to grow their business. Absolutely. So they got to they gotta lock in with TurboTax. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thanks for coming out. We want to thank, thank our guests, Desai and Clinton from The CMOS Guy. And we also want to thank our sponsor, Intuit, and our network partner, ACAST. Um, where can people find you? You can find us on Instagram at The CMOS Guy. Our online store is www.mossupyourlife.ca. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming out. Continue to bet on yourself for signing out. Fred Van Vliet, it's the Bet On Yourself podcast with my co-host, Defoe. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Let's get it. They won't listen, I'm like, cool, so now they watching how I'm moving. I've been moving like I really got a chip on my shoulder. All the ones who doubted first, I got to tell them I told you. It's for hustlers who've been training. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com.